Welcome to Lockdown Listen, a community keyboard's daily delve into the programme archives over the past four decades, and featuring music and conversation with Ian Wollstenholme and some of the organ and keyboard world greats. For the best in popular keyboard music, sounds organised with your host, Ian Wollstenholme. The Sandcastle Entertainment Centre is described in the handout literature as an inside seaside and is almost ready to open its doors to the public. Well, a few days ago I spoke to the general manager, Michael Prendergast, and asked him to tell me a little about the concept of this unique venue on the Fylde Coast. Good evening, Ian. It's really um, an inside seaside it's the, the the title we we picked up and everybody's sort of agreed how right we were to call it an inside seaside what we've we've done we've taken uh the seaside put it indoors all under one roof three and a half acres inside we've got uh mainly water based apart from the entertainment piazza but we've got one price admission then everything inside is is totally free without, uh, of course, uh, food and drink, which obviously you've got to pay for. But uh, otherwise, everything is uh, totally free, including live entertainment from 10 in the morning till 11 at night. There's two uh, main leisure pools. One has a wave machine in it, and then that runs into a kiddies harbour, which is a, a shallow water play area for smaller children, as the name Harbour suggests. Uh, we hope, obviously, a safe haven for kids. And uh, then we've got two 300-foot long water slides which run down into their own landing pool. So it could be said that, essentially, really, we, we do have four pools, but that's cheating a little bit. It's, it's really probably three at the most. And the, the whole of the main pool hall, which is really very, very, very large, is surrounded by beach terraces with tables and chairs and uh, nice garden furniture, umbrellas, and there is no segregation of bathers and non-bathers. That's the big success about the place. But the main thing about it uh, that I am so pleased about, which originally started as a, a small thought in my mind, is the Yamaha FX1 which will be sited in the uh, Piazza Entertainment area and that has been specially built in Japan uh, has recently arrived in this country and is being put together together with its own grand piano which will uh, sit at the side of the platform and both of them have been constructed in exactly the same, the same wood so they match completely and the FX1 that's going into the Sandcastle is totally unique there isn't another one uh, anything like it anywhere in the UK. We'll come on to the actual instruments in, in a second, Michael. One of the immediate questions which, which sprang to my mind when I first heard of this idea of the sandcastle was why in particular choose Blackpool as its headquarters? Simply because, well, we've already got the Blackpool Tower complex and this sort of thing. Is there, or do you anticipate there will be a note of rivalry between the two buildings? No, I don't think so. Blackpool is famous for providing all-weather entertainment. The, there is no resort in the country which you can go to which is anything like similar to Blackpool 
on a wet day or uh, one of our normal lovely summer days that we get with plenty of wind and uh, not much sun. There isn't a resort anywhere in the UK like Blackpool that has got so much inside undercover and the Sandcastle is just a 21st century addition to the other things which Blackpool has got. Blackpool always moves on and I don't see the Sandcastle as being rivalry or opposition to the tower. The tower's got its Wurlitzer, um, the Sandcastle will have its Yamaha FX1, 21st century instrument, the towers, uh, albeit uh, we won't say a 20th century instrument, but it, it's uh, uh, that's for the traditional uh, pipe organ fan, fans, and uh, the Yamaha is something that the uh, broad-based electronic organ fan has never had in this country, and that is a base where they can hear uh, a superb electronic uh, organ instrument. I don't like to call it an organ because it's more like an electronic orchestra, but here we've got a superb venue which can be used all year round. During the summer, the, the, the FX1 is used as part of the entertainment scene, but in the winter, it's my intention to put on some uh, organ concerts. Indeed, I've got to put organ concerts on in the winter because I persuaded my board of directors to invest £30,000 in the uh, FX1. And when I um, first mooted the idea, they thought I was a bit crazy. And I said, I can get you the money back uh, in short time from doing some concerts in the winter. And I still think that we can because, as I've just said, the electronic organ world is short of somewhere where they've got a permanent base. And I expect that uh, the Sandcastle will become the, certainly the northern base for electronic organ enthusiasts.
mentioned there that you have a point to prove to your board of directors in the sense that you've expended quite a large amount of money. You want to get the interest there in whatever form that might take. In your choice of a key artist to perform on this instrument, this, this fabulous Yamaha organ, as you said, how difficult a job was it to provide such an artist? And perhaps you'd care to spill the beans and reveal his identity. It was not easy. There's no doubt about that. Um, one could obviously go for a star uh, or a star name, um, but obviously one's got to find a lot of money to pay a star name to perform seven days a week for 23 weeks of a summer season. So we looked around for somebody um, who could possibly play an FX1, and there aren't many people around that can play an FX1 because there aren't many FX1s around. In fact, this is, pro this is probably uh, the only one in the UK of its type. We looked quietly over about seven to eight months for in clubs everywhere you, you name it we we went everywhere looking and we saw many talented names uh, we saw many up-and-coming organists and at the end of the day we fell into our own backyard and came across uh, a young fella a young man 18 years of age called robert anthony who i feel is certainly going to become one of the biggest organ stars in the UK and certainly is going to be wanted very much so after a season on this instrument in Blackpool. So it was rather a case of a, a new faces type of elimination contest and, and lo and behold we now have Robert at the, uh, the Yamaha. Do you think that he's going to do justice being only what 17 and a half years of age? Yes obviously we had uh, it wasn't a case of we, we were picking him ourselves. We had our uh, agent, uh, Jim Kennedy of Kennedy Entertainments. We had George Clayton of the Yamaha Company, uh, plus some of their people as well. And uh, we, we all looped around and we made up a short list. And uh, at the end of the day, everybody was unanimous that this boy had so much talent that really needed to be seen to be believed and needed using. And it was at this time that we uh, took him, uh, Robert Anthony, and uh, one or two other people down to yeah, Milton Keynes to spend a day uh, on uh, a demonstration model of an FX1. And after that, they were then uh, going to play uh, an actual audition. Prior to this, nobody knew that they'd been auditioned. Uh, we'd done it very quietly because we wanted to see people um, in their normal habitat doing their own thing, not doing a straightforward audition for a job. Uh, it meant a lot of time, obviously, but it also meant that in the end, we've probably found the best person that we could have found and a rising star. When is the general public actually going to be allowed its first glimpse of the interior? It'll be June the 23rd, which is our opening day, and we'll we open at 10 o'clock, and as is normal, every morning at 10 o'clock, the building opens with Robert on the FX1, and 
the, the entertainment then flows right through the day till 11 o'clock at night and Robert appears several times each day and in some evenings he's involved in the uh, actual uh, gala entertainment in the evening. But uh, the FX1 will uh, not be just used obviously by Robert, although Robert is the principal resident organist. There are other resident uh, artists in the building who will play uh, the FX1 during the day. So anybody coming to the Sandcastle on and after June the 23rd, right up till the end of the Illuminations, which this year is November the 2nd, will uh, not be able to go into the Sandcastle and not hear the FX1 at some time during the day or the evening. Well, that's quite an opportunity to hear plenty of keyboard music on the Yamaha organ. Michael, many thanks for taking a little bit of your valuable time to, to speak to Sounds Organised listeners on this occasion. I do hope that uh, it proves to be as tremendous a success as you've described it to me on this occasion. Michael Prendergast, thank you very much indeed. Thanks very much, Ian. Nice to be with you, and we look forward to seeing some of your listeners in the Sandcastle next month. does it feel like to be placed in such a position as this? Uh, well, obviously, it's tremendous. Um, a tremendous boost to my ego, as it were. <laughs> uh, how does it feel? I don't know yet, because I, obviously I haven't played in there, so I don't know what effect it will have upon me. Um, obviously, I'm quite proud to have been chosen. Um, how were you selected to, to do the, the job? Um, well, they quietly auditioned so many people. Uh, over the country, and they, they got down to a short list. Of a, there was two people, myself and a girl from South Wales, and we were auditioned in front of the Yamaha representatives and some representatives from the Sandcastle. Was that a particularly daunting task? Um, no, not really, because we actually got friendly over the days we were there, so it was like playing to friends, you know, and not people that were scrutinising you. How much concert work have you done in the past, uh, Robert? Um, concert work, as far as concerts go, I only started last year, at the end of last season. Um, the uh, Organ Festival in Albrecht, this is my first one. So, uh, Do you see events such as this as a, an, an ideal way to show the public exactly what you can do, the festivals and so on? Yes, I... Um, it could help that way. <laughs> <laughs> now, Robert, what, you're only just coming up to 18 years of age. Do you think that you'll be able to keep up with the demands of the visitors to the Sandcastle in terms of a wide variety of music that you'll probably be expected to play? Definitely. I've been playing in public since I was 12. Uh, from pubs, clubs, um, hotels, restaurants. So... In the short space of time, I've done quite a lot to and to varied audiences. Um, last year, I was playing in the Savoy, um, the Empress Ballroom at the Winter Gardens, and the Terror. So uh, that was quite a varied audience, and not, I'll be very modest, but I, I managed to entertain them. Well, modesty apart, you've obviously got to have the confidence to say something like that. Was it always your ambition to achieve something like this? in the sandcastle when it arrives it definitely yes i've always 
dreamt about such a thing. Now it's actually happened. It's not surprising, but shocking. <laughs> Has it hit you yet? I don't think so, not quite. I know I'm doing it, but... It probably will do when the first cheque arrives. <laughs> <laughs> well... Now, on this occasion, you've been playing the uh, one of the smaller range of Yamaha organs, the MZ600. That's obviously going to be worlds apart from the, the, the FX1. Would you tell the listeners a little something as to the the specification of this huge monster that's going to be put in the complex? Yes, as uh, far as I know, it's three manuals, um, full pedal board, um, it's white, it, it looks a bit spacey, um, it's touch sensitive, the sounds on it are absolutely unbelievable. Um, now I'm telling you this, I've only had a go on the prototype and that was for about an hour and a half and that was tremendous. Um, also, um, there's a, a matching grand piano going in the sandcastle, um, all in the same area. So that's going to be quite something as well. Will you be expected to play all those instruments? Um, I shouldn't think so, because I've already explained I can't play piano oh, to the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing which puzzled me. Anyway, Robert, it's nice to meet you finally. We've, we've heard a lot about you in, in recent months, having been the lucky man for the job. Uh, all we can say is, come, come June, the, the very best of luck. And, and all the success in the world. I hope it, uh, it pays off for you. Thanks for joining me on the programme tonight, Robert, and uh, as I say, continued success. Thanks very much. Thank you very much.